This audio orgasm is not safe for work and is strictly for adults only. Now, let's get it on. What? Jody, I'm gonna fucking kill you! Okay, now. I hope you fucking overdose on cocaine! Now, say Poe Boys Podcast. Welcome to the Poe Boys Podcast! How can we fuck your day up? <laughs> Beautiful. Welcome to the Poe Boys Podcast. We don't think rape is good, but we turn a blind eye. Rape, 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 rape on the first fucking date. We're all a bunch of goddamn liars. We are. Some lies are more palatable. And right. Some break your little heart. Man. <laughs> And so I confronted him about it. I'm just like, okay, like, I know you guys fooled around, but I'm like, did you have sex with her? And his response to me was, well, I put it in, but I didn't come. So I was still a virgin. Nice. Dude, logic. I like it. I tried. (laughs) I tried to have sex with her, but it didn't work. It's only for you that I bust my loads. (laughs) Well, obviously. That's pretty much what he said. He's just like, well, it was it wasn't meant to be because you know I I finished with you and it's just like yeah that's how I knew you were the one. Well, technically you were the two, but you, the two became number one. Yeah, and I'm like, that's like plowing somebody in the asshole and saying you're still a virgin. Also, no. also fact. Yes. <laughs> no, that is false. Or a, another dude, a dog, or whatever. You fuck things in the ass. It doesn't count. If P goes in hole, Fair. that's attached to a living thing. Whatever, dude. That you are no longer a virgin. Got a big leather suitcase. All our own's inside. Since I've been walking for days Can't even bomb a ride Try stepping to a tune With the rhythm of a walking man Mind drifts like a big balloon Out of my situation at hand Ain't it funny how a melody Can bring back the memory Take you to another place in time to change your state of mind Hello, and welcome to the Po' Boys Podcast. I am your host, that motherfucker Jody B. Joining me this evening, uh, a member of my podcast family as of late. She left for a little while, but she came back. We'll get into that. Uh, host of the Story for a Song podcast, and uh, also, as of recently resurrected, the Bad Poet Society, Miss Teresa. How you doing? I am doing good, Jody. How are you doing? I'm okay. I'm glad you finally got to come in here and hang out at my clubhouse. I know. Thank you for having me. I've been I've been patiently waiting for the invite for a while, and it's like, hey, it's my turn. <laughs> well, that's the thing. You got too wild and fucking rowdy the first time, and then you ran off. Yeah, I know. I, I like to cause shenanigans here and there. What can I say? Yeah, it's okay, man. It's a lot. It's the, the podcasting world has changed a lot. And so for you to get involved at this point, like, welcome to the asylum, bitch. I don't know what to say. Like, everybody's crazy in their own little fucking special way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've got to add my little insanity flair to it, too. Yeah. Well, um, you know, that song had a long intro. Don't worry, I'll try to find something funny in here and like kind of cut that into where it's a nice little long, you know, sedated fucking thing and then drop the music in. But that's a good song, though. I enjoyed it. It and makes me think yeah. about your show, Teresa. That's the, the heart and soul, in my opinion, of your show is, Aww. you know, a moment in time where you can relate music to uh, a memory. So that's why I enjoy it. That's why I did the show. And uh, I think it's a good time. So, cheers. Well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's the thing that, you know, I guess to kind of maybe get into it, that, you know, the, the one of the reasons why I gave up on Bad Poet Society is, I mean, for one, I just had a nightmare amount of bullshit going on in my personal life. And I was also hitting like a stalemate. Mm-hmm creatively with coming up with episodes, you know, trying to come up with guests. And I had a day, I had a moment and I was really mad and I figured, fuck it. 
I'm going to just nuke it. Teresa, <laughs> I've I've quit podcasting like five fucking times for sure. <laughs> Nobody, well, is- you guys never heard about it, but I promise it happened deep in my heart and soul. I was like, <laughs> "Fuck this! It's yeah, not okay. worth the fucking hassle." No. And I mean, that's where I was. And, you know, as you guys know that, yeah, I just, I killed it all. I vanished for about a month and then I was sitting around and it's just like, well, maybe I should bring it back. And like, I still couldn't come up with like episode, like I was trying to write my script and I was just drawing a blank and I was listening through music, uh, through my YouTube and everything. And I started getting like kind of I call them my nom flashbacks, but like all these memories started coming back when I was listening to a lot of these songs. And that's when I kind of switched gears and was like, there's something to this. Maybe just maybe I can do a different show (laughs) talking about like people's inspiration with music, like what inspired them or what memories they have. And Hey, I mean, so far it seems like people are digging it. So (laughs) anybody who likes music, I feel should have a moment in time locked away. That's the song makes yeah. me think of my daddy. The song makes me think of that one Christmas. That song makes me think of whatever. And that's why I believe mm-hmm. it's a very good um, format. So keep it up for sure. Well, thank you. <laughs> you know, I'm funny. having fun with it. I came on there recently and I told a story about a treacherous, bad, fucking heathenous act. And uh, <laughs> I was stuck between that and a few other things. Cause you know, there's also just goofy shit that you fact yeah. like you attach memories to. And uh, there was one that I almost brought to be honest with you. And red actually helped me out not too long ago with some, some editing to make it like really s- like stick in there to get, give you the idea of my, my story. I have a quick one. If you'd like to hear it. Oh, definitely. You know, I'm all about hearing the stories. Way back in 2000 aught some odd. <laughs> <laughs> so I was hanging out with actually the kids and stuff with the parents that I talked about there. It was a, the summertime. We we're hanging out, causing mischief and all that. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. One night, it's late. I've been drinking all evening. It's fucking I've had too much. I'm, I'm a go lay down and pass out kind of drunk. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, I'm going to throw up and then lay down in the yard type of drunk. I'm not a fight. I'm not a fucking get angry and shitty. I'm just, uh, I'm tired. Yeah. And I passed out in a bedroom, one of the other rooms in the house. The flop room for all the other teenagers who eventually would just fall like trees wherever they fucking fell. <laughs> throughout Been the there. I think blackout might be the only real fucking like thing. I drank so much so fast. Maybe we were beer bong and I don't remember why I was so hammered, but it was one of those time travel nights. You know what I'm talking about? Like, yes, you fucking fall asleep and then you wake up like an hour later and like, there's just shit going on and you do it. I haven't really done that since like when the baby was little, that was the last time that I time travel fucking had those moments where you open your eyes and the baby's over there and then you fall asleep (laughs) and the baby's over there. You're like, Oh shit. But I remember very vividly throughout that entire night, there was one fucking song that kept playing. And to this day, it's why I don't like the song. And it's simply the way that it started. You ready? Yes. (laughs) So what happened was somebody put the shit on shuffle. And it was whatever Bone Thugs album that was. It wasn't even a burnt CD. It was the Bone Thugs album. There was plenty of other fun shit. 800 or whatever. Plenty of other fun shit that they could have played on there. But for some goddamn reason, somebody hit the repeat button. And it seemed (laughs) like every time I snapped out of it that night, I fucking woke up to boom, boom, boom. Right. Boom, 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 boom. Tell me what you gonna do or anywhere to hide. I don't know the rest of the words of that fucking song. I just know that part. Just boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Later on that night, my buddy woke me up at like 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning. It was way past curfew and we were underage and had been drinking. And he fucking tapped me and was like, where are your keys? I was like, Why? He said, I'm out of cigarettes. I said, you cannot drive my car. Sorry. He said, can you drive me to the store? I was like, I mean, 
I guess. Well, I looked at the clock. It's fucking three thirty. I'm like, I mean, I've been in here since eleven ish. You know, before I've been asleep for a while. I should be good. Drove him to the gas station to buy cigarettes. On the way home, got pulled over by a police officer. Oh no! Now I have up until that point only had good interactions with cops. And when we got pulled over, my drunk friend, who had only been stopped drinking maybe an hour, I had been at least sleeping and trying to wear it off. I was probably not really drunk anymore, but right. I 100% did not need to take a breathalyzer test as a kid at 3 o'clock in the morning in the town that I lived in. Bad. <laughs> and I go, yeah. fuck. <laughs> and he walks up and he bends, you know, does his shit. Hey, what's up? Life's registration. You guys know it's curfew. I said, dude. I'm so sorry. I said, I was asleep. My friend here is a fucking retard and he needed cigarettes. I drove him to the gas station. I'm going right back where I came from, man. And he goes, okay, would you mind uh, grabbing your license registration and bring it back here to the car for me? And I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, so he's trying to trap you. I was just like, oh, no, I don't want to do this. Like I said, (laughs) my friend's being a dickhead over here, like fucking jiggling with his seatbelt, trying to hide. It's like he didn't have a seatbelt on. I knew I was probably going to get a ticket for that. But yeah. I just remember I'm trying to be sneaky and he's drunk and I'm just like, stop moving. Stop it. <laughs> Wesley, Wes, whatever. Quit it. So I'm like, okay, just breathe. Get your license. Whew, here we go. And I opened the fucking door and I started to walk back towards this cop car and there was like a stick or something that was like by where I, my tire was and I tripped over it. Like not all the way fall down, but enough that it was like a... Caught myself on the edge of the thing, and I go, I'm fucking going to jail tonight. (laughs) Just at that (laughs) moment, I sat down, and he went through this, you know, just the small-town cop guy. Hey, listen, you want to blow me? Like, we'll make this whole thing go away. I don't have to tell your parents. And I was just like, no. He said, listen, your buddy wasn't wearing a seatbelt. He was trying to be sneaky. That's a $100 ticket, man. I'm sorry. He goes, I think you're okay. You need to go right back where the fuck you came from. And I go, okay. I fucking told him when I got in the car, he gave me his little piece of paper and I said, dude, you got a fucking seatbelt ticket, but it's like my car too. Like it's a seatbelt ticket. <laughs> I had to pay his seatbelt ticket because his parents fucking, he didn't want to tell his parents he didn't have any money and ended up why we didn't really, uh, we're friends after that. <laughs> Did he at least help you with the ticket? Not one fucking bit. Not $1. Maybe he gave me some beer. I don't know if that counts. Maybe $15, $20 no. towards it. Yeah, that was that. N- not for a ticket. That that requires more money. <laughs> That's what I told West. him. I go, dude, God damn it. You were trying to be sneaky. He wouldn't have given a fuck if you hadn't been over there trying to be stupid, you know? <laughs> yeah, no shit. Refused to it's pay like- any money. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Wes. Asshole. It takes me to a place, Teresa. (laughs) Yeah, not not such a pleasant place. (laughs) You sent me fucking songs that I'm not familiar with, so I'm actually really curious to know how this whole thing fucking works out. (laughs) Well, I sent you those because I figured, you know, maybe we'll do a little tit for tat. Uh And, you know, since you kind of told uh scandalous story that maybe i would share the story behind when i lost my virginity oh i get the exclusive okay yeah you do exclusive rights i i'm not (laughs) gonna lie to you i'm a little curious as to which one of these songs in particular it would have been (laughs) (laughs) well listen the song the the ultimate fuck playlist my opinion there's gonna be some wild stuff in there Mm mm-hmm I don't know if I'm going to have either one of these songs in my playlist. Oh, maybe after, maybe after I tell my tale that maybe, maybe, (laughs) but (laughs) I've been thinking about this like all day to where I hope we don't get in like legal trouble about me describing like 15 year old me fucking. (laughs) No, 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 no. It's fine. We'll pretend that it's somebody else. 25 (laughs) year old you. Yeah. (laughs) Hilarious. (laughs) basically like okay i i ended up losing my virginity when i believe i was like 15 i'd been dating a guy we'd been together for like i think a year at that point because yeah i think i was like 14 when we got together yeah and we had actually planned the day that we were going to lose it hell yeah dude (laughs) you know because 
we're we're thoughtful. Was it something. like a like a certain day, like Valentine's Day or something, or was it just like oh February the eighteenth? Man, we're gonna fucking wear it out. Kind of high five. It it kind of ended up working out perfectly because it was on our one year anniversary, mm. and his parents were gonna be out of town on a trip. Okay. So he had house to himself. House His party. brother was going to be gone. And so we've been talking about it and, you know, we'd almost been there anyways. And it's just like, should we just, should we, should we show our love to each Aww. other? And yeah, that's what it sounded like to you on his end. He's like, I'm setting up the fuck. Damn. Exactly. Putting blankets on chairs. He's never even looked at that chair once in his life. He's like, I'd probably fuck on that. I'd probably fuck on this table. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna do it here yeah, yeah. on the dog bed Ooh. like everywhere <laughs> well so yeah his his parents left you know i'm over at his place and usually when we were fooling around we would always have music playing well i had mentioned at one point because astro creep 3000 had happened pop on and i had said at one point that it's like oh this is kind of fun to fool around to <laughs> is it <laughs> it 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 was and it is <laughs> okay guys gals for those of you who don't know astro creep 2000 is it 2000 or 3000 3000 i 3000 it says yeah. 2000 here oh, oh yeah astro creep 2000 my bad <laughs> it's, it's white zombie yes it's white zombie and so we we get to going and before anything starts if you want to play uh electrohead part perhaps 1 perhaps you better stop perhaps you better stop from the beginning perhaps you better stop from the beginning that's a good place to start that is <laughs> and so you know we're just kind of fooling around you know and the song kind of progresses right <laughs> it's a lot of asmr noises before it's time a little bit are you fucking wednesday adams <laughs> it's a sexy tune is it sexy Just... like a funeral i get it <laughs> Once it starts like getting into the actual song, like the drums and everything, like that fox. <laughs> it takes a minute. Hold oh, please. <laughs> See? Okay. Like it's kind of rhythmic. It's getting kind of sexy. I hope he came in in an Undertaker outfit. <laughs> no. <laughs> See what I mean? Kind of lucky he didn't stab you. <laughs> Send no. him mixed messages. <laughs> that yeah. would have been a previous mess I want, if I would have lost it to him. I want you to kill me. Chase me through the house. <laughs> See, it's fuckable too. It's fuckable too. I'll say this. Most Rob Zombie songs that you hear a lot of, pretty fuckable. It's got a good beat, good momentum, like a train. Yeah. But see, this is this was playing like in the beginning of like the heavy petting and everything. Yeah, I imagine you putting down a bowl of Doritos or something. Like you're like, hold on, click clank. Let me yep. take these fucking. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> See, like I, I, I want to make fun weird. of you, but I don't. It's like, let me take these goddamn high waist jeans off. <laughs> Kick off my Converse's. <laughs> my airwalks. Oh, you're getting a Cheeto puss to this. <laughs> so, yeah, you're definitely, you know, there's the finger blasting, there's, you know, making out like teenagers do. And so, we end up kind of fooling around for like a song or two. And then <laughs> the next song, 
the reason why I remember it so distinctly is because like we had already started having sex, you know, first time, of course, it's not going to last forever. So I think it only lasted like maybe 15 minutes. Well, <laughs> if you want to play the next song, uh, oh, shit, I had a brain fart on what the title is. This would be a grease paint and monkey brains. Yeah. Grease paint and monkey brains, obviously. <laughs> so this song started like he was about a minute in to the song when ta-da, we're no longer virgins. He oh. had done his business. I had done my business. We were no longer virgins. And you guys high five. <laughs> we cuddled. Then we had popsicles. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's a good come down song. I don't fucking puns intended. I don't mind Rob Zombie. Like I, you know, it gets a little played out after a while, but yeah, fucking he does. Hmm. And the there's a little bit more to this. That okay, so we lost our virginity to this playing. Cool, you know, I have no qualms about fooling around when music's playing. I like variety sure. in my music. I shit you not, Jody. You and I both know how much teenagers fuck. Yes. Can you imagine fucking to this song every single time for months? <laughs> I feel like you want to throw in a Thunder Kiss 65 or something along the way, you know? I mean, given, yes, there were different points that we would start it up. <laughs> yeah, that was your fuck. But, it was your fuck song. I get it. Some people, it's the ghost thing, though. Oh, my love. Like, you yeah. guys fuck to this. I bet he made faces while he was fucking right there. That's that spot. Yeah. Probably. Actually, I don't know because we fuck with the lights off a lot of times because I was 15 and self-conscious. And... Oh, I get it. I still fuck with the lights off. I don't want my wife to have to look at all this. Oh, <laughs> still to this day. It's just like, no, I there can be no light coming into this room. <laughs> <laughs> Even if I fucking look like Cindy Crawford, it's yeah. like, no. This is they the don't house. make dark In this outfits. house, we fuck with the lights off. <laughs> Use your imagination, kid. So it was constantly and I tried to bring up I'm just like, can we please play something different like you have this whole, you know, back when you used to have like the CD binders. Mm -hmm. And it's just like you have a plethora of music, right? To pick we could from. fuck to Eiffel 65. We could fuck yes. to Third Eye Blind. He even had Drowning Pool. Let's, I would have fucked to Drowning yeah, Pool. Let's <laughs> fuck to Slipknot. We could fuck to anything but fucking White Zombie, bro. <laughs> and he he would get so hurt like it, I you don't like our like, fuck song yeah that's basically what it came down to that he's like oh i guess you know i guess you're not interested in it anymore and it's just like no it's not that at all it's just we can keep fucking the sex is right. good this song <laughs> just, just kind of sucks after a while yeah, when you know everything that's going to happen and it follows the same pattern and it's just like, come on, please, just for the love of God. <laughs> and so finally, like, I managed to convince him to start playing other stuff. And then, like, even after that, he would still kind of pout and he's like, well, it just feels like it's not the same anymore. And it's just like, we're, we're teenagers fucking like, what do you want? Jesus. What in the fuck do you want? I bet you created a monster. He's probably still out there somewhere. He can't fuck to anything but grease paint and monkey brains. <laughs> probably. Well, and it gets even more interesting after this because. I, he he was basically, for all intents and purposes, he was like my high school sweetheart. Because, like I said, we started dating when I was like 14. Right. He was, yeah, he was two years older than me. Uh, he was your formative year lover. Like, he was there I, for the... Yes. Me me becoming <laughs> a, a, a delicate a woman. A lady. <laughs> lady. We had ended up getting engaged. Like it was my junior year in high school and he had proposed. And of course, I'm just like, yes, I'll get married because I don't have foresight. Yeah. And 
then when we were kind of like celebrating with our friends, there is one of our mutual friends. He hated me and I hated him. And funny stories later on, we ended up dating. Yeah, of course. So you know how it goes. Um, But we were talking and he's like, oh, yeah, so you and huh are engaged now. I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm excited. He's like, oh, well, you know, did he ever tell you about uh, his ex? I'm like, yeah, I know who his ex is, whatever. He's like, he didn't lose his virginity to you. Oh, I thought I was going to say they fucked to a different Rob Zombie song. (laughs) I've been like, put that on. Why do you get to fuck to Dragula? Yeah. (laughs) That's not fair. I want to burn through the witches and our ditches and burn through the witches. Yeah, that's a way better song for fucking <laughs> shit. And so I'm just like, whatever. No, I'm like, I know they fooled around, you know, you're yeah. full of shit. You're just being an asshat. And except part of me, it was just eating at me. So like maybe a couple weeks later I brought up, I'm just like, you know, so-and-so had brought this up. We lied. That- you know that yeah. now. Isn't it funny? Like the, the things you get so upset about when you're a kid and then you get older and you go like, yeah, we all lie. That's what we do. So mm-hmm. we walk pussy and we say, yeah, whatever. Sure. First time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're all a bunch of goddamn liars. We are. Some lies are more palatable. And right. Some break your little heart. <laughs> Man. And so I confronted him about it. I'm just like, okay, like I know you guys fooled around, but I'm like, did you have sex with her? And He's his like, response maybe. to me was, kind of. well, I put it in, but I didn't come. So I was still a virgin. Nice. That dude logic. And I like it. I tried. <laughs> I tried to have sex with her, but it didn't work. It's only for you that I bust my loads. <laughs> well, obviously. That, that's pretty much what he said. He's just like, well, it was it wasn't meant to be because you know I I finished with you and it's just like yeah that's how I knew you were the one well technically you were the two but you, the two became number one yeah and I'm like that's like plowing somebody in the asshole and saying you're still a virgin also no. also fact yes <laughs> no that is false or a, another dude a dog or whatever you fuck things in the ass it doesn't count if P goes in hole. Fair. That's attached to a living thing. Whatever, dude. <laughs> that you are no longer a virgin. And oh, we we got into it. Like we got into a huge fight because, of course, like you know, I'm 17 and I'm emotional. And, and you've just, just been like, fucked at least 23 relatively decent times to white exactly. zombie grease paint and monkey brains. <laughs> I want some goddamn answers. And so it. I just, I couldn't let it go. I could not let it go. And I ended up breaking up with them. Like, I just, I felt so fucking betrayed by it. And even like after the breakup there, it was years that I could not listen to that CD. Like one of my other mutual buddies uh, that he tried to put it on just basically to toy with me because he knew how much I hated it. Sure. And like, I just, I couldn't, I'm like, please, for the love of fucking God, just turn it off. Because, like, it just brought back all those emotions, those memories, well, and the, everything the like that. The good news is it's a deep cut off an old Rob Zombie album. So you'll probably never hear that song other than somebody trying to fuck with you. Yeah, pretty much. That's pretty or cool. Pa- or Pandora. Pandora seems to really like to throw <laughs> White Zombie my way. Hey, remember this? <laughs> fucking Pandora. But, like... I feel, I feel like after that, I don't know, like I kind of went through a dry spell of having music played just because like, I think I was deliberately forcing myself not to have like those kind of feelings attached to a song (laughs) or attached to music. (laughs) I don't think I started fucking music again until recently. Like when the baby was around, like you need something to cover up the fucking baby monitor sound or it's the the middle of the day. Well, that's also true. Yeah. (laughs) we're paranoid parents no he's fucking seven he's still got a goddamn baby monitor in there my wife just (laughs) thinks he's gonna stop breathing i was like i can hear him fucking snoring through the wall are you serious you'll know when he stops because it'll it'll be quiet and you go what the fuck there's no yeah (laughs) 
The motherfucker <laughs> snores like a grown ass man. Oh no. Get it get him one of those bed wedges. As I said, I know he hasn't been doing coke, you know. <laughs> he doesn't have a deviated septum. What the fuck? You go in there. Is he and smoking cigarettes? Something. <laughs> I don't smoke in the house. <laughs> Wink. That's okay. I don't vape in the house either. <laughs> I used to smoke in the house. Isn't that crazy the things that you used to do? We think about that oh. a lot. Like my wife and I will sit here because we've been together almost 14 years. And we'll be like, you remember when we used to like, you just wake up in the middle of the night and smoke a cigarette in bed. Mm-hmm. You would read that. You would hear urban legends about, oh yeah, you know, Dwight Yoakam or some fucking country dude set his legs on fire because he fell asleep smoking in bed or your grandpa or whatever. And it's just, never thought that was a thing. Eh, whatever. It just burns the fucking blanket a little bit. <laughs> you know what shit? blows my mind are these people who are hoarders that, like, I used to be obsessed with the TV show Hoarders. Yeah. And most of these people are heavy, heavy chain smokers. And they have like a pile of cigarette butts, like four feet tall. How the fuck does their house not burn down? Yet, if I leave something on the stove for two minutes too long, that all of a sudden the fire department's showing up at my place. Like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on with this? It's a good fucking point. Because, <laughs> like, I would watch it and it's just like, I'm, and they're sitting there smoking back and forth, back and forth. And it's just, you're just waiting for that one ember to hit yeah. the right thing. And you know, they're not going to be know, able to run. They're going to no. be sitting there in their recliner going, oh, shit. Yeah. But instead, like, probably a stack of newspapers is going to fall on them and the cat's going to eat their face. <laughs> <laughs> That's usually how it turns out. You know what? It's, I'm going to say this. I don't know if I've ever made this connection until just now. A lot of my stuff burnt up in a house fire when I was younger. And I think that it, it rid me of any hoarding tendencies that I happen to have been acquiring at the time, even as a younger person. So maybe they're fighting their own fucking battle of what will fix them of their problems. Maybe. I mean, yeah. you got to get out of the house. Don't also burn up with all the piles of newspapers and cat turds. But, you know. <laughs> Just set the shit on fire and go, there you go. No more problem. And isn't it wild, though, that, like, in situations like that to where, like, a hoarder loses everything, sometimes it does rid them, like, of all that shit that it's like, oh, wow, like, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Or it gets, like, a million times worse. No, you're absolutely right. Then they go full Death Star because with the if they have insurance, they end up just buying a little bit bigger trailer with, like, a shed behind it. And then they fill all Mm -hmm. that shit up. Yeah, because, I mean, it would always happen, like, on the show to where they would clean out their house of all the piss diapers and this and that. And then they're like, oh, wow, I can actually see the floor. Oh, my (laughs) house smells nice. And then, like, they do their follow-up visit, like, two weeks later, and it's worse than what it was when they first came in. McDonald's bags and just fucking half-eaten watermelon rinds and shit on the ground. What are you doing in here, man? Ah. See, and... Like, I I used to actually watch that to inspire me to clean. I mean, I'm not saying I'm a dirty person. Like, I have organized clutter. Like, there's shit everywhere, but it's not a mess. There's just things. Your parents. That's that's all that is. You have kids and they fuck, or a kid, whatever. They get into your shit. So, you have, it's just kind of everywhere. Yeah. And so, like, if, if I really needed that oomph to clean, it's just like, okay, I need to watch an episode of Hoarders or two. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> this place is just looking spick and span. And Snaps you I'm back getting, into reality. You're like, That's yeah. Fine. It's like, you can't be like this. You can't be like this. Isn't scrubbing the fucking toilet clean. <laughs> I think I've been very fortunate considering all the, the background of the people that I've met uh, throughout my life, the jobs that I've done. I've never been. I've been in a couple nasty places, but nothing like a full-blown, like, call TLC, this motherfucker right here is a hoarder. Yeah. Yeah. I've, Messy I've people, never... pack rats, all that shit. I've seen every stage up to about, like, that level. But mm-hmm. I, if I saw that, I would I would refuse to go in. Like, I don't want to yeah. go in there. No. Well, and I know, like, <laughs> in my town that there was a really bad hoarding house, like, they hoarded everything because they got busted for animal hoarding. Sure. Uh, and so animal control well, and like Teresa, how are they going to guard their pile of shit without small fur bearing animals to fucking roam the premises and make sure nobody invades? 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it's logical thinking if you really think about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a fleet of feral newspaper-fed cats. What's going to entertain all the cockroaches? <laughs> the bed bugs. Come on. <laughs> God damn it. But there, like, I remember hearing about the story and that even, like, the police, everything, like, it was one of those that they tried to get into the house and opening the door, like, the police chief actually threw up on site just because of the rancid smell of, like, shit and piss and everything in the house. And it's like, I feel so bad for them but it's like you get so mad at them at the same time like why why are you living like this right I'm gonna shake them by their faces yeah <laughs> stop it clean up listen it's not hard dig the cat shit out of the box if the cat shit's in there get the shit out of there it's right there you can see it on top of the fucking rocks mm-hmm well and it's like i i get the mental illness aspect of it you know, especially like with depression, because, yeah, when you are in a depressive state, you let everything go to the fucking wayside. But even in like my worst moments, I've never had like the garbage piled up to my head or, you know, the dishes molding yeah. or, you know, whatever. And it's just it <laughs> I guess like this is going to be a weird analogy, but it's like it's kind of like uh, Bill Burr's whole bit about the only difference between a normal, uh, a rational human and a psychopath is the turn of a steering wheel. That so it's like, you're just driving <laughs> along and, Oh yeah, lovely day. And then, you know, you turn the steering wheel just 90 degrees and Oh my God, look at the chaos, <laughs> 30 people killed, you know? And it's just like, what causes that flip? You know, because not every person who's depressed or has mental illness does shit like this. But then you have people like hoarders who do. And it's just, I don't know, it's its very bizarre to me. It's a bad tendency. Like you said, a bad habit, whatever, that's triggered for whatever reason. Their trauma, their tribulations, their financial situation, whatever it is. But mm. like what makes them... It's really no better at the end of the day. <laughs> killing somebody and killing yourself slowly by fucking letting yeah. your house eat you. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Having your house or your floor collapse in on you and end up having cats eating your face. That's what it all ends <laughs> up being. <laughs> shit. That's what we're hoping for now. What with all the, the fucking price hikes on everything. Like oh, fuck. everybody says the world is ending, Teresa. I played a game earlier with Fish from the Shitty Song of the Week podcast. He used AI to create song lyrics. We're in a world now where the computer just does it. it you can get food, you can get clothes, you can get whatever the fuck you want, and you sit there right in your goddamn chair, and you don't even have to leave your house. We're turning into Wally. It's Wally. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly what's happening. We're all just a bunch of fat cunts in floaty chairs. <laughs> with a screen in front of us and i say we i'm that fucking guy look at me right hey. now this i'm wally number fucking 486 <laughs> on the fucking giant cruise ship getting popcorn smoothies and stuff yes well and have you have you ever watched uh black mirror i haven't watched the show i've heard a lot about it and that's probably why i haven't watched it see and i i binged it just because like it had already been out for a couple of years and everyone's just like, Oh, you have to watch it. And I'm kind of a late bloomer when it comes to like popular shows. It's just like, I, I can't get into the hype because if they cancel it while I'm still into it, I'll get sad because that's happened to me a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> and so I figured, okay, I'll give it a shot. And I was hooked after episode one. But the scary thing is like, this show was written or it came out, I think in like 2013, 14. And they're basically showing what is going on right now. It's just like, this is supposed to be like a sci-fi kind of horror show. Like it's just supposed to be for funsies. Yeah, not anymore. It's not supposed to be real life. <laughs> Cause they even have like one episode to where it's all about um, social credit mm -hmm. to where you have to do all these things to, you know, every interaction you have with somebody, you have to rate it. And then you can actually see like what their rating is. And the higher your rating, the more you get in life. Well, it basically shows like this girl's downward spiral to where she ends up getting no stars. And then she just kind of has to live life like that. Look at what we're doing now. 
you know, <laughs> and like, it's all about social ratings. Right. You know, how do you fare in the public eye? So I, th- I feel like in that situation, it's like the, you know, the president would have social rating based on everything else, but like a homeless person would have nothing. Is that like the yep. goal is like politicians, people who are popular air quote, have a lot of people would be doing great. Yep. Yep, exactly. Because like the premise of that episode was she she's sitting at like a three and a half and her best friend from high school. She's like this ultra famous, ultra popular five star socialite person. Mm -hmm. And so she got invited to her wedding. Well, the only caveat is in order to come to her wedding, you have to be four star or above. And so she's doing everything she can to raise it to that four stars. Well, she finally hits that four stars, but as she's trying to uh, get to the wedding, like that's when everything starts tumbling down to where like they mess up her car and then she loses her shit on the uh, checkout gal. And so she rates her like a one star for that uh, interaction. And then it just keeps going down, 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 down. And it's just like, that's what life is becoming. Yes art imitates life that's it's crazy how uh, they nail it sometimes yeah and it shouldn't be like that (laughs) i've said it before i feel like like detroit robocop nailed that back in 1985 or whenever the fuck that happened like some people judgment day the the computers are taking over like uh, they're they got it right it's just they got the numbers a little off yeah. Well, and, and that's the thing that look at what California is doing. They basically do have RoboCops now, right. <laughs> you know, and it's just like, holy shit, you know, and I, I actually do kind of pray that there's a technological crash. Like I kind of want to go back to like 96, 97, mm. you know, to where you could still live without the internet, you know, that was just starting to come up but we didn't need the internet for anything we knew how to have fun we knew how to go out and live life and now i mean we're all guilty of it we're all fucking attached to internet and tech and all that jazz (laughs) i think the problem is i really think this you just kind of opened my eyes a little bit here like to the internet and I feel like we've we've progressed enough at this point. We're a generation of like gamers. Like we were the first people who gamed online, who knew mm-hmm. about chat rooms when people could call you a cunt when you shot them in the face or whatever the thing was. <laughs> like I feel like this is what we've created. The internet's a beautiful thing, but it's also it started that. We're also the LimeWire fucking generation and the Hell yeah. You know, there's plenty of shit in there that made us just kind of feel the entitlement of, yeah, sure. I have the internet. I can have every song ever. I don't have to pay anybody for that. That's dumb. Yeah. And I think that's why there's such a nostalgia kick that, (laughs) you know, I think we realize what we've done (laughs) and it's just like, yeah, that's why records are coming back. I heard that they're going to try and bring CDs back, even cassettes. And it's just, I I think people (laughs) want that physical attachment to things again no we're gonna move further into the computer world we're gonna be all matrixy and fucking put on our (laughs) headphones and our little back notches i hope they get the suit together to when i can lay down in a chair like at the dentist and just go play avatar or whatever the fucking game is or like a total recall (laughs) i feel like a fucking creep like jamingo and i will play cards that's fun because everybody's playing cards you only see them from like the waist up and shit but I when I go to like VR land where Eric, Eric Edward, and his soon to be wife met each other, it's really weird, Teresa. Like it's like I'm playing Roblox, but I'm <laughs> I'm a 35 year old man dressed up as one of the bad guys from Resident Evil. By the way, I'm like a tyrant oh, nice. in a trench coat, and I'm all <laughs> dark and scary looking, and I just fucking mosey my way through VR world, and I just hear all these children just yapping <laughs> around me. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm not saying all the gamer words. (laughs) I'm not supposed to be here. And then I leave. I have friends who try to get me. You should come here. You should go. I don't know, dude. I don't think we're there yet. I want the full body experience where I can fully just jump in and it's me and like digital land. That's what I want. I don't want Roblox with fucking 12 year olds. That's fucking weird. 
Well, and doesn't it feel like, you know, like you had said that we're the ones who kind of made this mess and now it feels like we're being edged out. Like they don't want us there anymore. Like this is their time. <laughs> right. I was born in the dark. That whole shit. <laughs> it is true. Like these internet babies. My kid, like I let him play with his fucking, he's got a Chromebook or whatever. So he knows how to use the thing. I would rather him know how to use the technology than not at this point. Because yeah. if I've learned anything is if you learn how to type or code or whatever the fucking deal is, you can at least have a steady job. Better than mm-hmm. fucking heathen, low-quality peon high school graduate people like me. Well, and and you nailed it right there. Because, I mean, when we first had our son, that me and my husband, we were very adamant that it's just like, you know, we're, we're not going to let him have a tablet. You know, we're not going to let him play with our phones. Yeah, you say that. and Yep. <laughs> and then slowly but <laughs> surely, you know. Once he has that full-blown tantrum that nothing is going to alleviate it besides fucking baby shark, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, then you let him have your cell phone. And then here at two years old, they already know how to swipe through shit. And it's like, even now we just bought a tablet so he can do his ABC mouse, which I mean, that I'm fine with that. I'm totally cool with, but even with my niece, and I'm sure you're probably seeing with your son that it has become like so tech heavy that my niece, she has to have a tablet for school. Mm-hmm. Which is good. And, Listen, yeah. if you want equality, if you want access, that's the thing. Every kid should have a tablet. They should have restrictions. But it's yes. not fair for these other kids to not have access to the reading. Because my kid's got reading apps. He's got all kinds of shit. He's got mm-hmm. Mario Run and a bunch of dumb bullshit, too. But also, he has school stuff on there that he does and he reads. And he reads very well. So... I appreciate that part, but it's just kind of like a, you know, it's, it's a necessary evil in this case where I want him to be proficient with you using computer stuff. Well, and um, I know I, it's probably a silly fear, but maybe it's not, I don't know. But like, I, of course I want to do everything I can for my son. You know, Mm -hmm. I want him to have the best he can in life, you know, within our means, but it's like, I just feel like if everything still continues on the trajectory that it is, as far as like all this tech heavy shit, that it's like, how are we going to be able to financially afford to make sure that he has this stuff? Because I mean, look at how it was like when we were going to school, like if you don't have these clothes, this, you know, you're a nerd, you're dork, you're poor. And it's like now, oh, well, you don't have the PS5, you fucking loser, you know, stuff like that. And it's just like, I don't want to spoil my kid. But it's like, at the same time, I feel like I'm going to have my hands tied because I don't want him to get bullied. Yeah, you've got the slowest internet. My friends can't even call me an asshole while they shoot me in the face across the Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, dude. <laughs> I get what you're saying, and, though. Yeah, yeah, it, it sucks because there, there's always going to be a little bit of a disparity there. But so what? The internet is pretty broad. As long as you've got, I've got basic internet. I can figure it out. That's the problem mm-hmm. now is the kids are too smart. Yeah. You can't lie to your kids, really, once they get old enough to fucking Google search that shit. You know how many <laughs> dumb fucking things my uncles, my grandpa, somebody fucking said to me when I was a kid, and I was like, "Yep, that means that." <laughs> yeah. Uh, forever and for always until fucking I'm thirty and somebody says some shit and I go, "Well, you know that the fucking blah 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 blah," and they go, "What? <laughs> Are you retarded?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's fucking. My grandpa told me one time. He go, "Well, your grandpa fucking lied to you, dude." And I go, "Oh no!" And I look it up on Google and I go, "Ah, yeah." 100% lie. <laughs> and then you just try and laugh it off like, kidding. <laughs> I, I was just making a goof. <laughs> yeah, it turns out chewing on the end of your hair won't give you worms. That sucks. <laughs> That's definitely not something that your mom just told you to make you not look like a fucking retard while you chew on the tips <laughs> of your hair. Oh, God. Yeah, we're going to get fact-checked constantly, and I'm not prepared for that. <laughs> yeah. I could say it's a Google cunt. It's a person... When you, it's almost like a old Western, like a draw. Like you say some shit, and you go, "You sure about that?" And you go, "Yep." Wah, 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 fact wah. check. <laughs> fact check false. Don't you fucking fact check me. My wife likes to say the word "mansplain" to me. Teresa, it makes my fucking blood boil because she knows that I've told her that. I go, "That's the dumbest thing. I hate that goddamn word." 
And I guess whenever I'm fucking mansplaining some shit, she goes, well, you don't have to make an extra <laughs> neck movement. You got, you don't have to <laughs> the little sass mansplain in it. it. And I go, if I was mansplaining, I would fucking grab you by the back of your head and fucking push you against the wall and <laughs> poke you in your titty and go, listen, bitch. I said, I am listen simply here. telling you what I'm trying to fucking convey the message right now. Well, the whole thing with like using the term mansplaining, all mansplaining is just basically, that's just another dumb word for condescending. Yeah, it's talking slow and fucking loud enough that you can hear, like if I was speaking to a Chinaman. Duh. Exactly. (laughs) You gotta talk slow. Or a Mexican or somebody who, yeah, somebody who don't speak English, you just talk louder and slower. They'll fucking figure it out. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Say ablas. See. <laughs> oh, oh, Lord Jesus. <laughs> Life is fun. It is fun. You know, it, it definitely changes as you get older. I, uh, I've picked up drinking a little more heavily lately. Not heavily, just more often. I got to, dude, I was such a cheap date for many, many years, Teresa. I'm a weed smoker. So I, I smoke, smoke, smoke. I can smoke all goddamn day. It don't bother me. But, like, I got a three drink max. That was, that's been me for probably up until the last year or so. Just three beers, and that's me. I, I can't drink anymore, any less. Stop right there. And must be nice having control. <laughs> I mean, I would drink more, you know, if it was a, I was doing something and it required more. And that's kind of what happened is it got to a point where I was like, I don't have to not drink more. I'm, I'm here. I'm breaking leaves. I'm doing it. I'm just like, I'm not driving home. I can, I can have another beer. I'm home. Get my tolerance up. I haven't gotten fatter yet. I think that'll be the, uh, the real turning point if that happens. So I'm just eating a little less and drinking a little more. And hey, I'm up to like five beers before I get totally shit house now. I'm proud of me. That a boy. Yeah. Still lightweight. <laughs> hey, I'm right there with you that, yeah, I used to, I think five would get me pretty good, but I would, oddly enough, like I would be able to maintain so you for don't, a really fucking long time. You don't drink now at all, like clean and sober. Nope. Clean Not and it. sober. Been sober for eight years now. Proud of you. Thank you. It's tough. And that's the thing is I'm a weak person. I realize how fucking frustrating I get. And, you know, I have to have my certain little things. So I don't remember earlier we were talking about the switch, the thing that finally goes off for people, that little, that's what keeps me stable now. I have my family. I have great times. I come home. I unwind. Like I said, if I get drunk, I pass out. Yeah. I don't even get mean. That's a good thing because a lot of people get kind of mean and snippy when they get drunk. I just go to sleep. Yeah, I used to just like to jam out to music and have a fun time, and I I would basically black out. (laughs) Like, I would just, well, I know I wouldn't, not black out, pass out, that, yeah, it's just like, once my body's just like, okay, you've had fucking enough, Mm -hmm. I would just fall right asleep, didn't matter where, it's just like, done. That's good, it it happened to be in the back of somebody's pickup truck, whatever. Some people drink like it's their life depends on it like it's a race Mm -hmm. like and they just want to get fucking blackout drunk and i've never done that i've just ended up drinking more than i thought i needed to because it goes down better after the second or the third margarita before you know it, you drink like eight of those goddamn things and you're like oh and you wake up and it's tomorrow you go (laughs) see i was a i was the race that I had to get as drunk as possible, as hard, like, because I love the feeling of being drunk. Yeah. Like, once I started getting the warm and tinglies, like, and especially, like, once I felt it in my knees, it's just like, uh-huh, game on, motherfucker. I get you. <laughs> and I just, I wouldn't stop until basically, yeah, until I passed out. It's just like, done. Yeah, you got that dog in you. Mm-hmm. That sucks. And it, and it does. And, you know, it's it, it's unfortunate because me and my husband, we are very much the same yeah. <laughs> in a lot of ways. And in our drinking, we were identical to where once it was on, it was on and we wouldn't stop until, yeah, we passed out. And but, you know, we we never fought. We never it was just always fun when that's, we drank. That's really good. Man, now you got the kid. You got better shit to do. That's the thing is I don't enjoy it much. I wait till the kid goes to bed. I usually, Mm -hmm. I don't, 
Now that she mentioned it, I don't drink a lot when the kid's awake. Usually it's after he's in bed, going to bed, I'll sit, I'll fucking have three, four beers, tops. Because I can't drink yeah. more than that. I'll fucking, I'll end up peeing or passing out. Mm. Or both. <laughs> Pee pass out. <laughs> I will say I've never, no, I, I've never pissed myself while I passed out, but I did piss myself walking home from the bar. Oh, that is that barely counts. Did you at least get your pants down and try to piss by a car or something? No, because what happened is we were walking home from the bar and we were just completely drunk off our asses. And my husband had slipped and he totally biffed it. And I was just laughing my ass off. And all of a sudden, it's just like I felt a little bit. And it's like, oh, shit, we got to get home. And we're like maybe five blocks away. I'm already peeing. (laughs) Well, and I'm sitting there like I'm basically kind of like doing that hand between my legs, ass out, like trying to hold it as best I can. And he's like, my fucking eye. And like every time he'd say that, like I just start giggling more and more. And like, I shit you not, he he's jiggling the keys in the door. And all of a sudden, I'm like, I. I can't hold it anymore. And oh I God. <laughs> right when I was in the home stretch. You're like on the Sims. You just fucking, that's it. You started crying yeah. a little. You go, I can't, I can't stop. Yeah. It's just like, and he's laughing at me. He's like, that's what you get for making fun of me for busting my face. Dude, you just gave me a fucking, like a repressed memory just now, Teresa. <laughs> I'm bringing them all back. I pissed my pants once at the state fair. My grandma used to like work there every year and she was like a bathroom attendant. So she would just like sit in a a fold up chair by the entrance to the bathroom and make sure people weren't getting high actively in the bathroom or passing Mm -hmm. out. And we'd be there all fucking day. We didn't have money to do shit. Like we just hang out and just meander through the fair. You go get the free shit from the little hall of industry kind of place. And you Mm -hmm. just one time I had to pee really fucking bad. And I've always been a nervous peer. Like, I just, I don't like peeing in front of people. It's not that I'm worried about my wiener. It's like I'm vulnerable. I don't like pulling my dick out because if some, you yell at me, I'm going to scream. That's right. where I'm at with it. And I was out in the parking lot. I was like, I'm going to pee. I'm going to pee by the door. And I kept opening the door, but people kept walking past because I'm standing there in the parking lot with my dick in my hand. Like, just like somebody would walk by either front or behind me. And I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. I couldn't do it. And I just kept holding it, holding it. I don't know what, like you, what tricked in my head that was just like, maybe if I just pee a little, like I can walk <laughs> over there. It's like, I just got to, maybe I'll just pee just a little and that'll be okay. And I peed and I couldn't stop. I pissed all down the inseam of my fucking blue jeans. <laughs> and I was like, wow. I was a teenager, like old enough that that shouldn't have happened. I was probably at least 13, 14 years old when that happened. Oh no. It was the worst. Yeah. Spent all the rest of the day with just pissed jeans. Because you can't leave. She fucking drove you there. You can't drive. Like, at that point, the best you can do is maybe find, like, a running hose and, like, hose yourself off. Yeah. I didn't pee myself. Unless you pee your pants. (laughs) I think I went to the Gravitron and fucking rode it upside down and got so sick that I passed out by a trash can. It was a rough afternoon, you know? Is like you said, memories. <laughs> Isn't it great what triggers them? <laughs> mm. Teresa. Jody. I have to pee. And also, it's getting late. I don't want to keep you too much longer. Uh, yeah, I got to go to bed soon. I get it. Thanks for hanging out, man. We'll do it again yes, sometime. Thank you for having me. Don't was- go away so that when I tell people to go check out Story for a Song, or even now the recently re-released Bad Poet Society episodes. Yes. I've got episodes with you on my thing with the uh, Kids Watch Garbage. Yes, and I'm I'm planning on re-releasing those as well. Like I've been meaning to, but then I forgot about it. Hell yeah. <laughs> so those will be making a comeback as well, and hopefully we can get Big C back and we can get that ball rolling again because I miss you guys. Yeah, I'm glad to see you back, man. I'm sorry that you hit the bumpy spot. I'm going to try something new right now, if you don't mind. Sure. Everybody. Be sure to check out Teresa. Also, go follow me on Twitter, at PoBoyPod. Like, subscribe, rate, review, tell a friend, tell your mom, tell your friend's mom about the show. Go to www.bibleday.com. Use promo code POBOYS. You receive 10% off. Clean your booty hole like a champion. And also, hashtag POBOYS501 if you just want to send me some goddamn money. I appreciate that. 
I'll do what, with it what I will. Teresa, thank you for coming this evening. I'm glad we finally got to sit down and do this. And uh, I'm sure uh, this might not be the last time we speak to each other this week. So, Oh, definitely not. <laughs> have a good evening. You as well, sir. Wow.